super calm. Nobody wants to do anything. There's always snacks in the break room. Mm, uh, uh. Ew. <laughs> oh my god, we've been slacking off for a month. There's mm. all this stuff piled up. Quick, send it to Lou. Oh my god. <laughs> it makes my coffee delicious. I am going to buy the fuck out of that right now. <laughs> it's really good. Ottawa, which is similar to your Washington. Anyways, I'm going to start the intro and then uh, we can kick this zombie into gear. When there's no more room in hell, the dead walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving zombie land? Cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, alright? If you get cornered, bash them in the head, that seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Piven, and with me, as always, is Ryan Murphy and Lou Page. What's going on, guys? Well, howdy. How's it going? Not too bad. Nice. Um, It's Christmas time. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Bob is not with us again. Bastard has to work. What? Getting paid, paying bills. Doesn't he know this podcast pays so well? Right? Doesn't he know that working for free is the best? Yeah. It I is. love I love living under the underpass. It gets great <laughs> internet connection. Right? Yeah. Yes, it is the week before Christmas. Wi-Fi. Oh. What was that, Lou? I was gonna say you can always move Wi Fi from somewhere. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if I if I sold my MacBook I could probably eat. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> but pretty soon. After Friday, we'll be eating each other. Because Friday is the end of the world. Oh, it's a good thing we got a podcast in. I know, huh? Jesus. Where? Um, so it's Chris. It's the week before Christmas. Christmas is one week from today, actually. Um, and then uh, Friday is supposed to be the end of the world, according to the Mayans, which is a civilization that doesn't exist anymore because they're good at predicting things. They predicted the end of the world. And they predicted the end of the it. world, but uh, apparently they didn't predict the fact that they'll be extinct. <laughs> Yeah, as I say, they didn't d- uh, predict their own demise. I think we ranted about this last week, I think. We did. I'm getting, I'm getting deja vu. <laughs> I just think it's funny. A couple of the stops that I go to for work, everyone's like, oh, it's the end of the world Friday. Let's have a party. I'm like, you know, I think in the year I've lived through at least nine or ten end of the worlds. Oh, did you guys have a Y2K party? Uh, I was in high school. Uh, maybe even younger. Let's see, Y2K. I graduated in 02. I was like a sophomore in high school so i was like 15 so i had a small i was a, I was a senior i was still in elementary <laughs> old and young bastards yeah <laughs> um but like what was it last year was the rapture mm-hmm. that was gonna happen it wasn't yeah that was last uh last october wasn't yeah. it but it was gonna yeah. happen twice it, <laughs> it was, was also in... supposed to happen in like june or something yeah i remember that like yeah, I just think it's funny because everyone's like, oh, it's going to be the end of the world. And lately, I don't know if it's because of the the popularity of Walking Dead, but lately it's been the end of the world's Friday. Prepare yourself for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I was searching for news this week to, for uh, for the show, and every time I searched for zombie news, it was like, zombie apocalypse on the 21st. And I was like, 
I know that the Mayan calendar says the world's going to end, but they didn't say anything about zombies. You're all jumping to conclusions. (laughs) Nor did they say how it was going to end. They just went, that's the last day. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I bet you that the Mayans, not only are they rolling in their graves that they think we think it's going to be a zombie apocalypse but you know what the calendar ended and they probably just figured like well when it ends someone else will come up with a better calendar i mean they have until december 21st 2012 to come up with a better calendar and if they don't well i'm sure they'll be fine (laughs) exactly and if someone told me right now to create a calendar for the rest of time i would probably give up after 2000 years yeah exactly i i just don't want to make this anymore because i won't be alive Oh, well, Rick, if we all thought about that, then global warming wins. Global warming always wins. Oh, and terrorists. Al- although, although I get six inches of snow outside my window. Hey, I got six <laughs> inches of rain. When we recorded last time, I had no snow. <laughs> uh, well, how big is inches? Today. How big is inches? How, oh, yeah, you're, you're Six Canadian. inches is what, like 30 centimeters? Six inches is about the size of your average maglite. Uh... <laughs> Trying to find my mag light. <laughs> oh, come on, Ryan. It's not six you, inches. You know what mag light means. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, as, the, as far as this show goes. Um, Weird. <laughs> I don't know how to explain inches to someone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, how do I describe measurement to someone who measures point, a metric? It's 15.24 centimeters. Oh, see, Lou, why didn't you guys just say so? Now, six of those. Oh. <laughs> no, no, that, that's what six inches is. Oh. Okay. 15.24 centimeters. I should explain that Canadian rulers had inches and centimeters on them. Cause, you know, so do Americans. We just don't pay attention to the centimeters. I was part. just about to say, <laughs> you guys probably only have inch rulers, you selfish <laughs> bastards. I think the centimeter side of my ruler is worn off. Nor do I think I have a ruler. <laughs> I think I just have a tape measure. I don't know why I would need a ruler. So oh, I have a yardstick around my here wife somewhere. just handed me a totally ruler. Different problem. Hey, <laughs> so that's good that your <laughs> wife just handed you a ruler. Now you can actually now tell. Now I know that we have a ruler. How else are you going to measure how much snow's on the ground? Right. By my Watch boots. Watch the weather channel. I know that it's ankle deep, or maybe more. And your ankle's six inches. I'm a tall bastard. Mm-hmm. All right, six three, buddy. <laughs> measure up. All right. Well, since it's the the week before Christmas, um, we have a special topic this week that we'll get to a little later. Uh, since Walking Dead's gone, which is great. Uh, <laughs> hey, so uh, far so good, guys. Stay strong. We're gonna. Know, I'm just missing the show. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm missing the fact that I can't watch it this week. I was I, like, oh, I do zombies on Tuesday. Shit. I don't have a Walking Dead to watch. Yeah, yeah, I usually watched it on Monday nights and was like, oh, wait, there's nothing to watch on Monday nights now. <laughs> exactly. Never mind. My week has changed. I don't like change. Eh, not a lot of people do. Yeah. All right. Well, while we ramble on, well, you might as well go into the zombies in the news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. All right, this week we get some special treats that I didn't understand the first time I read them. Uh, apparently we have a Super Mario, a Wii U Super Mario and Zombie U mashup, and I was like, oh, that sounds like an amazing game. And then I watched the video. It's not a game at all. 
Agreed. So, uh, Mr. Gamer, Ryan, why don't you tell us about it? Um, I had the exact same reaction you did. I thought I thought this was going to be like a clever, like, oh, Mario's stuck in a zombie world. What's he going to do? Woo-hoo. But uh, <laughs> no, far it, it is as cheesy, though, I will say. It's pretty cheesy. Oh, it's super cheesy. Yeah, it's like about five minutes. And, and I mean, uh, granted, it's not awful. It's kind of cheesy cute. The ending's pretty is worth it to get to the ending as a as a Mario fan um there are certain the, the the main point that really broke it for me was when he uses the gamepad to add platforms and then they like green screen him or no they don't even green screen him they take yeah. a shot of him and just kind of like wrote like kind of line draw it so it's like the 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 cutout of this guy jumping just kind of goes and then goes up the building and it looks so bad but i mean how else were they gonna do it right um but i mean it's basically involves this guy coming home and he's got a wii u and he's like i got two sweet games super mario and zombie u so he plays mario and he pops it in and he's playing mario and then all of a sudden a zombie shows up at his door and then the wii u's tablet controller sort of becomes this like real world it can it can affect the world and it's got a map on it and stuff and i don't know it just sort of it was green screened in there really well i had to really look to see that it was green screened while he was walking along the sidewalk yeah and i mean it it progresses to the to the sense of of uh you know the mario music's in there and the zombie u music's in there it's it's like i said it's cute very cheesy, and I mean, and it's it's creative because I mean. Now, I haven't played um, any Wii U game. Is the is the screen on the Wii U that he's looking at from Zombie U, or is that an actual screen that they created? Uh, like I, the map, is that a map from the game? Because it's got an inventory system and everything on it. That's all from the game. Okay, I wasn't sure I also, how that was. I also want to say that in several scenes, he puts the controller in a bag and then throws the bag. And <laughs> every time he did that, I went, oh, he's going to break it. Yeah, don't it's do that. It's a $200 controller service. <laughs> <laughs> you basically bought two Wii's duct taped together for, like, what, I guess, 100 bucks, and then a $200 tablet. <laughs> I, think my, I think my favorite part of this game it oh, game <laughs> this video about games is that when the dude's running around you know he's all clean shaven a little stubbly and then when he lands on the roof he's got a full-blown mustache that was my that's, favorite part that's, that's grown in it's not like a fake mustache either <laughs> like yeah. it's a real mustache uh, that was my favorite part at the very end where basically you think he's gonna fall and he's like oh i thought the ending was gonna be he falls and then he turns into a zombie and and that's the end but he, he, you know, basically Luigi grabs him and he gets up and all of a sudden, yeah, you're right. He has a mustache and <laughs> it's very, the endings, the, okay. The ending is what I wanted the whole, thing, the whole to thing to be where it's like Mario and Luigi, like killing zombies. Yeah. And, and again, like being very cheesy, like I think there's a point in the game or in the movies, the show, bleh, the, video, the video where he's running across, he's, he's running down, he's got a stick and he's like hitting the zombies in the head and it's like. It's like, boop, 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 and they fall down, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's, again, very cheesy. It was clever. If they had more of a budget, I'm sure it would have been nicer. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we always give these these small creative videos a hard time. And by we, I mean me. For I guess I'm just an asshole, but... Uh, <laughs> I, no, no, we all yeah. give them a hard time. I think it, I think, I think you're right, Lou. It's, it's very creative, and, and uh, for a low-budget film, it was... 
and and for internet videos in general, like to get through that five minutes was pretty easy. So right, I think it would have been better if in the background you would have heard Luigi from Luigi's Mansion going Mario. Yes, like he's looking for him would have been the best. Would've Agreed, been, and it, it would have tied it in a little bit more to oh. all of a sudden Luigi being at the end. Yeah, that actually that's a good point. Luigi just sort of served up. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, what's up? I want to help you out." All right. Well, um, since we, since you know, zombies are the most popular thing lately, and you know, they did this stuff at the Hadron Collider, and the CDC's coming out talking about it, and um, that electric station talked about it at one point. Now we got Harvard. <laughs> There's a Harvard professor apparently went onto the Discovery Channel and explained how the zombie apocalypse is possible. In the special that it's doing, the zombie apocalypse. Is on tonight. It's on tonight. Yeah, it's 10. on tonight on the Discovery Damn. Channel. Got rid of my cable. Well, yeah, I me too. I'll so I look at it at some point. <sighs> but, a, but apparently, there's a hour long special on the zombie apocalypse tonight on the Discovery Channel, which nice. I could, which the Discovery Channel is kind of losing me more and more every day. They kind of <laughs> everything they seem to do lately is like, quick, we need ratings. What's popular right now? Walking Dead. Okay. Let's throw together a zombie thing. <laughs> well, okay. Look, it worked for Shark Week. Why can't it work for Zombie Week? Listen, when, when Discovery Channel canceled Dirty Jobs and replaced it with Amish Mafia, that's when I <laughs> gave up on that channel. <laughs> I just saw an episode of that at Thanksgiving time and was like, what is this? Yeah. What? Mm, Amish Mafia replaced <laughs> Dirty Jobs. <laughs> dirty Come jo- on. At least Dirty Jobs is good. Did you guys ever watch Cash Cab? I've seen it. If it's on. I like that show. It's completely unrelated. I've seen it in doctor's offices, and that's about it. Oh, man, those are the best shows that you see in doctor's offices. Right? Don't even get me started. The Discovery Channel has gone from... Discovery Channel's falling into the same pit of abyss that TLC fell into. TLC, the learning channel, now is the home of Honey Boo Boo and Hillbilly Hand Fishing. Um, so you don't learn anything anymore. And Discovery Channel is slowly doing that. Discovery Channel, it was all about, even Mythbusters was good and Dirty Jobs, and it was always about learning stuff. And now we're going to jump on the Walking Dead bandwagon and start crashing this Discovery Channel into the wall. Uh, you know, Rick, it's, it's as if you don't learn anything on the Learning Channel, but you get stupider. <laughs> the only thing I learned on the Learning Channel is not to watch the Learning Channel. That's something. <laughs> um, but this is really interesting in the sense that you mentioned it's an hour-long special, and if did you watch the teaser that they have there? Because it gives you a really good idea as to what we're working with. I know we were talking about how zombie effects sort of sometimes pulls us out, but the effects they used in this, at least this small minute kind of bumper, it looks pretty well done. Yeah, well, I mean, they got money, so that's good. I'm just... I'm just thinking that they're doing this because of The Walking Dead and the end of the world on Friday. Well, I mean, some of this is kind of scary. They give you, uh, they kind of talk to you about like the preppers and how these people are like prepping for the end. And uh, there's a mother of two who's teaching her children how to fight zombies. Uh, And again, this is all, I believe, based out of the States, right? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, Like you got founder of Kansas anti-zombie militia. We have a special kind of crazy here. Oh, yes. Uh, Wisconsin-based teacher doesn't expect zombies to rise from their graves, but believes that the end is near and wants to be prepared. Sean See, Beattie. all this is going to do is this is going to freak out all the people who watch this channel expecting this stuff to be real. They're going to look at it as, shit, chemical warfare. 
this is what's going to happen when they drop the bombs. Going to get ready. Yep. My bomb shelter full of food and guns. Man, that's not good. But <laughs> then again, I don't know. I, I like this stuff. I, I find it interesting. And I mean, you'll have your couple people who take it a little too seriously. But as long as they don't, as long as they're safe. And, and I think because it's the Discovery Channel, like this is going to be very pro-safety. Yes, it's going to be pro-safety. What this stuff is doing, though, is turning zombie fans into Star Trek fans. Like, what? look at all those Star Trek people out there, or Star Wars, or anything like that, that are super into it. Yeah. And they, they act like it, they dress like it, they do all that stuff. Zombies is going from, I like zombie movies, to, I'm getting ready for zombies. Oh, you, know well, you could I mean? say that about, like, any sort of, you know, like, I'm a huge fan of... Halo, yeah, no, I'm going to have a Halo wedding, you know? Like, that no stuff one's getting happens. ready. No one's getting ready to meet the hobbits, though. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Stuff like that, like... They're building a bar in New Zealand. Maybe they'll make a pilgrimage. People do yeah. actually make a pilgrimage to New Zealand to do, oh, yeah. like, the trek. Oh, yeah. It's it's just seems... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love zombies. Mm. But the media is starting to push zombies past to the point where it used to be. You know what I mean? Hollywood and TV is doing the thing that they always do. Something became popular. Quick, we need to make as much money on it as we possibly can before the fad is gone. Yeah. And what they don't realize is that they vampires? kill it for you. <laughs> vampires. Remember, remember the vampire fad? Is that still a fad, though? I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to defend Twilight's a done. specific series. But no, Twilight's <laughs> not done. That company is like still looking to churn out like spinoffs and... I'm sure yeah, they'll reboot it at some point. Twilight's done. They get Vampire Diaries. It's what happened is Blade started the vampire resurgence mm. with like our generation. Once the first Blade movie came out, everyone was like, "Fuck yes, vampires are coming back, and they're badass now." It's not you know Dracula anymore. Now it's Blade, right? And now I feel like I almost feel like that the Dawn of the Dead remake started all this. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree with that. Before that, people were like, oh, zombies, they're cool. They're, you know, they're ghouls. They come out of the graves. Look at the Michael Jackson video. It's crazy. And then they did the Dawn of the Dead remake, and shit went off the wall. I really and love yeah, that. Yeah, I would movie. say somewhere between Dawn of the Dead and 28 Days Later is when. Yeah. You the, can't. The, if, the, if they still had movie rental places like a blockbuster or anything like that, you couldn't walk down a horror aisle without seeing a zombie movie every like three or four movies. Hmm. Yes. And that, and it just worries me that whatever this show is going to be, whatever the special is going to be, isn't going to be anything good. <laughs> well, maybe we should uh, find I'm a way sure, to get it. I'm sure it will show up on Netflix in about six weeks. That's about what it takes for uh, Discovery Channel shows to show up on Netflix. About well, this, six six weeks to eight weeks, and then bam, they'll show up. This is what we'll do. Discovery Channel, prove me wrong. Lou, keep an eye out for this. When it comes out on Netflix, we'll all watch it and review it on the show. Sounds good. Do they? They might even have it streaming like on their website afterwards. I don't know how yeah. Discovery works, but we'll we'll look into it. We'll we'll, we'll look, look into it. it. We'll review this. I want them to prove me wrong that it's not just going to be some cash grab for an hour. Yeah, but we'll see. Well, you know, speaking of cash grabs, anybody want to spend money for another zombie game? That A good one. Amazing until videos came out. Yeah, I mean, uh, even the screenshots War- of this look great. War Z came out, and we talked about War Z uh, on Fanboys or Super Fanboys or Gamers In. War Z was talked about months ago, mm. and then yep. it disappeared. 
And now it's out to buy. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, I, I I found it yesterday. I was just browsing to see what was new on Steam, and it was like, today, the War Z is out. And I was like, yeah. wait, what? Like, the screenshots don't look absolutely terrible. The stuff that they released when they were first talking about the game looked really good graphics-wise. But then you watch the gameplay video, and it looks like that Punisher game that was DL, like a downloadable Punisher game for Xbox Live and everything that looked like shit, but was a first-person shooter. Yep. Kind of looks like those kind of graphics, which then takes me away from, do I really want to play an MMO that's first-person shooter? Uh, no, I agree. I'm, I don't know. It's, I'm it, not even sure you can call it an MMO. It sounds like you have to set up your own server. If you have to set up your own server at that point, doesn't it? Isn't it not an MMO? Yeah, you have to set up your own server. I'm pretty sure you have to buy your server. Uh, it says uh, it says here that you you get your own. You can. It's a wait. You'll be able to create public. You can. You can't create your own servers yet. You just join the servers that they have. Yeah, and it's it's only a hundred people on a server, so that's a small server for a game that's supposedly in real life a hundred square feet in size, or square kilometers. I mean, not feet. Yeah. Hundred square kilometers in size. So it's boasted that it's huge. No classes, no levels, no caps. You create your own character essentially, which sounds epic. Finding your own base. Finding weapons, getting with friends sounds epic, but it looks like crap. It's it's not even like it looks like crap, but like the animations look like rigid and like blot, like they move in like jaggedy ways. Like the zombies, kind of like okay, it looks like a game from the Xbox GameCube PS2 era. Right. Just the animations. Yes, it looks very rushed too. Because like I said, we talked about it coming out a couple months ago. And now it's out. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, if they have so, a. F- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, if they have a. F- I mean, this goes without saying, but if they had a free weekend, I'd give it a shot. But I don't know if I can, I can pony up 15 bucks to give it a shot. Right. And I mean, granted, right now on Steam, it's 13.50 or 13.49, and it's, there's no monthly fee. I just don't know if I have time. Eh, well, it's not probably worth it. Not yeah, only that. But it seems that the people that have bought it are now really angry about it. Yeah, supposedly, yeah, there's, we got another news story here. Apparently it's not um, delivering what it says it's going to. Yeah, well, I mean, this story is is sort of out of date. Like, they did make a lot of the changes, but it's almost like they had the document for what the game was supposed to be and just copy and paste it onto Steam when really, like, it's missing... It's missing, like, there's a screenshot in this uh, story where it basically says, like, one of the big features is got each world has areas between 100 and 400 square kilometers. And and right now on Steam it says, you know, we have one map and it's 100 square kilometers. Yeah, you could definitely tell they edited it. Well, they had to. And, and, I mean, this if you basically read the rage, the first half, which is all rage of this article, but the second (laughs) half is, like, him talk like, the... uh, the author of the article talking to the developer and i mean this may just be the canadian in me or just being a pretty nice guy um but i i felt a little bad for these guys i don't i don't assume developers are evil like i these guys want to make a great game and he says that people like his game and you know he kind of clarifies some points and says you know uh things 
are coming or you know we'll make we've made that change or blah 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 like i don't know what do you guys think i, I just I th- think like i think they rushed it i think they rushed it and my big concern when they when i got to the their defense of the article is they say 93 percent of our customers say that the game is great well the game's been out for less than 24 hours how <laughs> well, do you been- know what 93 percent of your customers think it's been in beta for a couple months hasn't it yeah the the thing that worries me is it feels like it's rushed there's nothing to improve with your character like you can't get better at a gun type that i'm aware of um because there's no skill sets and no leveling so like if you're using a sniper rifle all the time does it level kind of like skyrim where if you use it more you get better at it or is that even an option are you just good at every weapon because if you're just good at every weapon then it's not what they're promising it to be because they're promising it to be a zombie survival game that makes you feel like it like there's supposed to be a hardcore mode that they talked about months ago that's not in there which is if you die you're dead well they, that right that right there would almost make me buy the game right now if i could play that game and if i died i was dead it would make me like almost stressed out more like it would make me feel like whatever i do matters because if i die i'm done it says here that there is, the guy has the developer has said there is the hardcore hardcore mode in there. You select it when you launch the game. So I don't know whether he's just blaming everybody for missing it or he's just straight out lying. But he says it sounds hard- like bad game design. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I mean, you're right. Like it may be like an option in the launcher that you have to choose or, or something. I don't know. We none of us have played this game, so. Um, and I, I only have one person on my friends list who's playing it right now, and, and they don't have much time into it, less than an hour. So I highly doubt they've done much. But um, yeah, And I don't think you can build yet either. Build? No. You because build? You're, you're supposed to be able to build strongholds. Oh. Like you're supposed to be able to, like, me, you, Bob, and Lou are supposed to be able to get together in this game, get a bunch of shit, and, like, build... Um, the town from freaking Walking Dead if we wanted to and have people come in there with us and we could collect all of our guns together. You're suppo- it's supposed to feel like a zombie survival game. Like, it's really supposed to feel like you're trying to survive. And, you're, and that's what, all that stuff was promised months ago when this game was in development. And that's why me and Bob were super excited about this game. That does sound Because it, it sounded like zombies, MMO, and Minecraft. Well, like, you know you go what? go in there and build a building. I was just going to say, you know what, um, I don't know if we, I guess we really don't need to worry about this because we were all like, oh, they're stealing da- uh, Daisy's Thunder, blah, 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 and Daisy's going to be coming out with a, uh, a, standalone, a standalone version, version very soon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe maybe, maybe the War Z will bounce back, who knows, but this is pretty damning start. <laughs> yeah, right now it's it's got nothing going for it, I mean... I, I mean, have to say, I think it may be dead before it begins. Yeah, I mean, if it was exactly what they said it was going to be, I would buy it right now. But as of right now, it's not. It's it just looks like you're playing a very crappy Resident Evil game. Is all it looks like. It looks like there's nothing massively multiplayer about it. Uh, the 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 animation alone turned me right off. It's like, nope, not yeah. not even going to try it. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed it's. I just think it would be awesome if, like, we were all in the game, we had a group, we had our own place with our weapons and food and all that stuff, and we saw someone in the woods and we're like, hey, you can join us or we'll kill you right now. Because you're supposed to be able to do that. And 
And then you trust that person, bring them in, and then maybe that person kills us. Who knows? But that's what's supposed to happen with this game. Mm. Is that's what it's supposed to feel like. When you're not playing the game, you have to be thinking, shit, is someone stealing my stuff while I'm not there? Because that makes you want to play the game more. That brings more people back to this game. If there's no incentive like that, this game's going to die in a week. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's not subscription, so... Exactly. It's not like it's going to go free to play, but there are microtransactions, right? Like that's what I'm reading. I think yeah, you can yeah. buy. We- I think you can buy weapons and stuff, uh. which again uh, de- defeats the purpose of zombie survival because I should be able to only get a gun if I find one. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I can just go buy one, I mean that completely defeats the purpose of making it feel like a zombie survival game. All right, I'm going to say Time something. Tell, but I think it's dead on arrival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not in a good zombie way. But I, I was just going to say that I'm starting to realize that zombie zombie anything is just really hard to do. Like, zombie games are... Great zombie games are almost as rare as great zombie movies and great zombie TV and, you know, just any sort of content. Books, short internet videos, stuff like that. I mean, the last great zombie game that I played, I mean, before Zombie U was... Left for Dead 2? I can't really think of anything else. Like it's well, I mean I think the perfect example of a zombie game that came out that made you kind of feel like it was zombie apocalypse was Dead Island. Oh yeah. Because in that game you had to find a weapon. If you found a gun, cool, but you need to find bullets for it. It didn't just shoot automatically. And then like you could get the the baseball bat and add nails to it, or you could make grenades and you could do all that stuff, and that's what it should feel like in this game. I should be able to walk into a sports shop and grab a baseball bat and go to a hardware store and grab nails and make a weapon out of it instead of just going, oh, I'm going to use this 99-cent micro- microtransaction and buy a freaking assault rifle. Well, there's a new Dead Island coming out early next year, so... Yeah, yeah see, I think, if, I think if they were in charge of making this game, it would be way better. Yeah, in a perfect world. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... I guess that's enough uh, video game talk. <laughs> and uh, I guess we can now go into this week's weapon of choice. Grab the shotgun. Everybody grab a weapon. I got some ammo right here. Now that's a weapon. All right. So we have Bob's ballot into his weapon of choice this week. Um, so I guess he's not really here to defend it. Um We'll just so tear it apart. It I guess we can just tear it apart, yeah. <laughs> um, I called Bob earlier, and I told him to look around his house and figure out what his weapon was going to be. And he told me uh, full-size boxing gloves. Huh. Not like yeah. MMA gloves with the fingers cut off, like full-size, big-ass red boxing like, gloves. Like Rocky gloves. Like Rocky gloves, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you can, you can put weights in them. You can weight them down. I mean, there's padding in them, so like if a zombie bites it, it's going to... It's not going to go to your hand immediately, but you'll never be able to use it again. <laughs> you have to duct tape it up. or uh, it And if you punch like, a zombie in the head, it wouldn't really do a whole lot if it's padded. might knock it down. Maybe if you put nails in it from the inside so the spikes are sticking out. I'm just thinking, like, practically, if you were to put them on, it'd be a great way to, like, stress-free push the zombies away because you're right. wearing protective gloves. But it, now you can't open doors. You could always <laughs> Rambo 3 it and dip them in glue and then dip them in broken glass. True. True. <laughs> Man, when has Rambo ever... Wait, did you say Rambo or Rocky? Rambo 3. 
Rambo 3, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was there a Rambo Rocky crossover? Well, you can, considering I, it's the same dude, I, I know. <laughs> you can consider it. No, no they should have done not. a split camera Eddie Murphy style. like, oh my god, who are you? I'm Rambo. And it was, oh my god, who are you? I'm. Uh, what's Rocky's name? Rocky, Rocky. Balboa. Rocky Balboa. So like, I'm Rocky Balboa. Who are you? Like, oh, I'm John Rambo. John. John Rambo. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, so I Don't get me started on those movies. Uh, I won't. Is there a zombie <laughs> one? No. Yeah, <laughs> then we can't talk about it on the show. Damn it. Um, zombie Rocky movie. They, I, think that was the, I think that was the sixth Rocky movie. Zombie actually, Rocky. You know, you know what? Actually, I, I remember there was supposed to be like a, a, a Rambo movie where he was fighting like werewolves or something. That would be terrible. I remember there was a thing about that. It never got made. It was after like the newly released Rambo movie. Yeah. They were talking about a sequel to that being like in the jungle again, but with monsters. Anyways. That's uh, away from the point. Uh, box- terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, when <laughs> uh, that sounds so terrible, I'd pay money to see it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we're ruining. All right. Well, job. boxing gloves. <laughs> I mean, boxing gloves. Uh, my point. Uh, this is my best point I can come up with is just you know, like the duct tape on the hands thing. It's sort of like a way to. Uh, you're right. It's not as practical. You can't open doors. But then again, if you're alone in the zombie apocalypse or even if you just put one on just to kind of push them away i don't know that's as practical as i can get with those things it wouldn't be yeah. my first choice but when is if there was nothing else around i would choice. be able i would use it for defense at least yeah yeah and you know what you could do with it if you had if you had the boxing glove on and you had a big ass knife and some duct tape you could put the knife in the hand of the because the boxing glove still got a thumb and yeah. then you could duct tape the knife to it, so the knife is part of that. And then you just punch him, stab him in the side of the head, pull it back out, and keep going. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah it could work. It could work. <laughs> <laughs> and I did find the uh, Rambo versus Werewolves um, article. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Rambo 5, crazy. The Savage Hunt. There it, it sounds, is. It sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, and instead he made Expendables and Expendables too. Great which, choice. Which made him a shit ton of money. <laughs> Oh, I guess you're right. Crazy. Yeah, considering, like, Expendables 3 dominates my movie news feed because, like, so-and-so has been cast, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, they announce somebody new for those movies every day. Yeah, I think Jackie Chan's the newest one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, golf, boxing gloves, it's definitely not a stupid idea. I think I think Bob chose correctly. Why does he have boxing gloves, I guess is um me and bob a couple years ago when i lived closer to him were big into mma training so you guys and, boxed each other yeah and i got knocked out by him really but then i but then i choked him out Ew. so it was win-win <laughs> that's um, interesting i can't no, believe so, that he knocked you out yeah well i have you know i dropped my guard when i went to punch him in the stomach and he punched me in the jaw did it hurt it didn't feel good <laughs> <laughs> i'd do it again in a heartbeat <laughs> I would. I would. If I had a fight gym right now, I'd go right now. I don't so want to fight you. I can't. I can't do that. Uh, well, I mean, it, me and Bob are, you know, XL. Mm. We do. We do box. I'm XL, but I'm I'm still a softy. I'm tiny. <laughs> you guys, you gotta build up that muscle. Uh, let's start our P90X or whatever it's called. <laughs> I do have P90X. <laughs> you should get that checked. But this isn't the <laughs> the muscle building workout episode of zombies. No, it's, it's neither one, that or the ate my workout. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, boxing gloves. I like the knife. I like the glass. Um, 
bring it bring a friend if you want to open doors or do anything because those things have to be kind of like strapped on to you right they're not yeah, like I think i'd only wear one i don't think i'd be able to wear two because you have to tie it could you imagine if you got like if you died because you were wearing boxing gloves and you couldn't <laughs> Well, I mean, what if you're wearing two boxing gloves, the zombies come in, and your house is on fire at the same time? Yeah. You are completely fucked. <laughs> I mean, you could maybe punch out a window and jump. I suppose. But you can't, and you can't, you'd have to bite, you'd have to essentially unlace the glove with your teeth, and if you got zombie blood all over that glove, you don't want putting that in your mouth. No, you're right. And I mean, yeah. Ah, you know what? I still think it's an interesting weapon of choice, but I, you're right. I would, I would do the one with the knife add-on. I think that's and put glass on the top just to make it even worse. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we have the weapon of choice for this week, why don't we go into our topic of the week? Zombie topic of the week. All right. Now I don't want anybody complaining that we go off topic in this topic because <laughs> it's gonna happen. Indeed. <laughs> If you want to complain, at R. Murphy on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, but it's at R. Murphy yes, for all, all complaints. Sure. Um, this week, is it's it's going to be zombie, but it's going to be us talking about stuff we like at the same time. This week, we're talking about horror Christmas movies, mm. which there's a bunch of them. Uh, apparently, not a lot of zombie ones. <laughs> there was one zombie one we found. The only one I could find was one called Silent Night, Zombie Night. I've never seen it. It looks awful. But according (laughs) to IMDb, it had some of the coolest trivia ever. Nice. Apparently, one of the actors that auditioned for it that didn't get the role came into the audition with a real gun and pointed it at somebody. (laughs) And they had to ask him to leave. And I was like... Now that's trivia I want to read about in a crappy zombie movie. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I'm just looking at the cast of people. We need to come up with a list compiled of how many zombie movies have made different versions of Walmart. Apparently this movie <laughs> has Boxmart. <laughs> Every zombie movie has some version of Walmart in it. We should come up with a S-Mart. list of what all those S-Mart. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Oh, man, the tagline. This Christmas, you're the holiday feast. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's not so bad. I, you know, there's one thing I can give this movie. is like, okay, if you're going to think of Christmas-themed or even just holiday-themed titles, and horror movies love their puns, uh, Silent Night, Zombie Night is pretty decent. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad, but could you do better? Can you think of anything else? Like, uh, uh, something like Holy Night. Which might be a real movie, actually. (laughs) I'd be surprised if that wasn't taken. Uh, That's a good one, though. That's probably better. Um, I was trying to think of something to do with, like, 12 Days of Christmas. I'm sure you could do something with that. 12, 12 days of zombies. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> 12 trying... days of survivors? Sure. Eh, you know what? Some of these reviews aren't bad. Oh, no nudity. Not watching it. Damn. <laughs> Why I'm would out. someone put that in their in their user review? Like, gore, 4 to 5. Effects, 4 to 5. Story, 4 to 5. 
uh, nudity zero, comedy zero. <laughs> you obviously haven't watched a lot of horror movies. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, well, I'm not. Even, yeah. even on the occasionally used but often forgotten murder basement, we had the the three Bs: <laughs> blood, boobs. And beasts, I think. <laughs> As you can see, it's been a long time. But boobs is one of the categories. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's, I remember that. That's the that's the B movie horror credo. Either there's going to be sex or extreme violence to save any shitty zombie movie or shitty horror movie. There has to be one of those two things in there to try to save it. I think that was the only reason I ever sat through the movie Blood Gnomes. I. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie. (laughs) Blood gnomes? Blood gnomes. It's really bad. It sounds like it's something you should go to your doctor to figure out what's wrong with you. That shit's getting looked up right now. Um, Okay, first of all, before we move on from this film, are any of us going to actually watch this? Uh, If it shows up on Netflix, maybe, but I don't see that happening. (laughs) It might be so bad they don't even have it. Uh, yeah, yeah. if it popped on Netflix, I'd check it out. I'm not going to go out of my way to try to check it out because the the screenshots from the movie look horrible compared to this poster. The trailer, I watched two trailers. I watched the teaser and the trailer. And the teaser, both were very well done with the Silent Night in the background. I mean, the charm and the um, the right attitude is there for making this film and also just the... You know, just they they play with it and they go they go all out with the. There's even this fat Santa zombie, and it's exactly what I want to see from a zombie Christmas movie. Like, what's the one thing you want to see in a zombie Christmas movie? At least one zombie Santa. Zombie Santa, but no the zombie that, elves. The thing that kills like me. Good. Oh, I was gonna say the thing that kills me. If I was making a zombie Christmas movie, I would do it somewhere that had snow. Yes. Because this looks like it's in Miami. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good I point. think it was filmed in California. It doesn't have the Christmas feel to it. Okay, I just thought no. of something epic. Oh. Next week is Christmas. It is. We somehow get our hands on this film and we review it for our Christmas episode. Just putting it out there. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it off air, but or or maybe a bonus episode where we do commentary on it. Sure, I don't have a problem with that. Well, we got to make sure it's easy for people to get. I I don't know where we'll find it. Um, we'll have to do some digging. Yeah, but I'm. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, I mentioned that with the Santa thing. Like, what's what's our dream? What? Okay, if we want, this is the only Christmas movie we could find, and it's. I don't. <laughs> judging by the trailer, I don't think it's really. Christmas is sort of just there in the background. I don't think they're like... They're not Christmas zombies. Yes. Nor are these zombies even consistent. Some of them have white eyes. Some of them have red eyes. Some of them are like gray and black. And some of them are just dudes with blood on their face. Yeah. So does anybody have like a dream zombie Christmas movie? Yes. Oh. Uh-oh. Of course. <laughs> Lou's ready. Lou Lay on us, Lou. Here's what I want. So you know how Futurama has Santa. And Santa's like a giant killing robot. Yes, mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Okay, Santa's a zombie. At mm-hmm. Christmas Day, everybody hides because killer zombie Santa comes down the chimney and gets you. So everybody has to board themselves up in their house so that they don't get turned into a zombie. And then the day after Christmas, everybody has to clean up the zombie mess Santa leaves behind. Huh. That's not bad. Not bad. I mean... I like the. I, I could see it deviating a bit more from the Futurama thing. I mean, maybe like 
the whole world okay combine the futurama uh premise with the premise of cabin in the woods where um each year like the countries know this is happening and they have to do their best to kind of keep the zombie apocalypse from occurring because you're right like zombie santa comes and if he infects one family then there's the possibility that that family could infect other families so the government of each country kind of has to monitor what's going on and like zombie santa just made it into house b we need to go in there and wipe the family out over you know and they get in there and there's some crazy antics i don't know it gives you a whole new meaning to the concept of like you know the weather people watching santa in his sleigh flying over the thing oh no he's invaded new york city yeah this year it looks like new york city's been hit by zombie santa yeah yeah and and you know it it would actually allow like they could do those like radio plays but it'd be real where it's like santa's been seen over the north pole he's leaving and heading towards uh toronto um and we expect him to hit miami florida by the time uh it's dark so get your kitties into bed put the shotguns under the bed and you'll be fine over exactly exactly you know what i like this you know we could shoot it okay who's gonna play zombie santa not it. Uh, I'm too I'll small. <laughs> okay, Rick. Rick has been cast as Zombie Santa. I'll be the uh, the the plucky uh, rookie cop, I guess, um, who gets involved in this crazy mess. He's new. He's new to the force in town. Uh, only Bob, been here for a month. Bob can be a recluse um, g- guy in in a cabin in the woods with tons of guns. Yes. Yes. And he think he he tries to call the police when we come into his cabin. And and Lou, you're the the dad of a family that Zombie Santa shows up at. That's that works for me. And I can also <laughs> be the one that kills Zombie Santa. All right, nice. and we can call it. All I want for Christmas is brains. Ooh, oh, perfect. oh my God! Why are we recording that? We're recording this so people don't make this film, and then we can make millions. What's copyright? That? Copyright Zamp. Yeah, yes. this this isn't that bad. You know, okay, if we were to write a script for this and make it for next christmas i think we could do it it's oh, a year from now kickstart that shit yeah throw some money at it people right I, I i think i in all honesty i think that is a decent idea i mean really when it comes right down to it to make a great zombie movie do you really need like okay there's two types of zombie movies you have your serious zombie movies like dawn of the dead which you know would you consider that serious i would yeah Okay. Uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. I mean, I'm talking about the remake. Yeah, it's it's played off as serious. It's not played off as a parody. Okay. So you have your your serious movies, and then you have your over the top campy zombie movies, which again are harder to do, I think, as opposed to the serious ones, because you kind of have to hit that perfect balance. But I think we could, you know, somebody could make that the film we just pitched into like one of those quirky. Ha ha zombie movies, right? Without doing, making it too crazy. You know, right. it, it reminds me of that um, children's book. You know, we were talking yeah. about last or week. Or Shaun of the Dead. Yes, yes. Shaun of the a Dead. Little, a little Perfect. comedy in there, you know. You just described. Uh, you just yeah. This is a Christmas in Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Boom. Oh, let's write it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> See you guys later. We're going to write this right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awful. It, 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 it's better than anything Hollywood could have come up with. It's better right? than Silent Night, Zombie Night, from what I've seen of the trailer. <laughs> yes, it's not saying much. 
All we have to do is beat the best horror Christmas movie ever, which is Santa Slay. I've never seen it. <sighs> you need I to. Did, they just took it down off Netflix streaming like a month ago because we were going to do that for a Murder Basement Christmas episode because it's the best Christmas horror movie ever. Oh, I was going to say if I was logged in, I could search for it on the Canadian <laughs> Netflix. But... I mean, it, yeah, as I was gonna say, it might be on the Canadian Netflix. I, I just checked on the American one again, and it says it's unavailable to stream, which blows. Well, that's right. You guys if you got have discs, Ryan, get it for Christmas if you haven't. Oh, uh, we don't have, we don't have discs in Canada. Oh, discs. for net, Netflix. I mean, oh, we have yeah. we have DVDs, but the DVD is available to purchase on Amazon for twelve bucks. Who the hell I is might, watching disaster movie? I might have to break down and buy it because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I look up Santa, and the only two movies that come up are Bad Santa and Santa Fe Trail. Yeah, I mean, just the cover of Santa Sleigh is him screaming with an icicle like a knife and it says he's making a list pray you're not on it <laughs> okay so okay you know, sorry go ahead lou i was gonna say the thing they did so well with that film is the casting there oh, is yeah. literally every time you turn around there's another b-movie celebrity in the film and you're like wait oh they're gonna die please tell me they're gonna die oh they're gonna die Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, at the beginning, it's Fran Drescher, Chris Kattan. Um, who else? Uh, what's Chris his face? Kattan? Oh, yeah, Chris Kattan's in it. Just in the beginning, though. Like, the opening scene is all these, like, big actors, and the rest of the movie is all these small actors. Okay. I think the guy who plays the dad. Um, at the beginning of the movie. It's a big actor. It's the it's a- one that it's the guy that does the uh commercials for the law firms, Joe Bornstein. <sighs> he gets the uh the turkey leg crammed down his throat to die. Ugh. God, I don't remember his name. <laughs> and Fran Drescher drowns in eggnog. Yeah. Chris oh, okay. Kattan, I don't remember how he dies. A Fran Drescher drowns in eggnog after she's set on fire. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> you guys have a weird weird fascination with killing Fran Drescher. Uh <laughs> I have. I have. To, what? She is so annoying. I know. I know. I had to live with my mom watching that show when I was a kid. The same nanny. here. Ugh. I don't. I never really experienced that. But I mean, I have a mother, but she didn't watch. Uh, she didn't watch uh, the nanny. Um, so here, I, I. I mean, to wrap it up, maybe we should name our favorite Christmas horror movies if we even have or holiday horror movie. I mean, maybe they make it more generic. Is yours Santa Slay? It sounds like it. It's either Santa Slay or Christmas Story 2. What's uh, Christmas Story? I, I, oh. <laughs> yeah. The straight to DVD thing, the straight to DVD abomination that they just released. Have you seen it? I'm not ever going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Either. It's It's got the dude who played one of the sticky bandits from Home Alone. The one, uh, one who played Marv. Yes, I know who you're talking about. He plays the old man, Ralphie's dad. So he doesn't get he's, any older. He's like 30 years younger than the guy who played the old man in the original movie. And this is supposed to take place when Ralphie's in high school. So it should be an older guy. Yeah. It looks horrible. And, and all he wants for Christmas instead of a Red Ryder BB gun is a car. Hilarious. Who ever gets a car for Christmas? Besides, Whoever gets a car given to them as a gift. Yeah, exactly. Like to buy all of my cars. What do we, uh, well, mine is... Uh, you ever see Jack Frost? Um, the yes. Michael Keaton horror no, movie? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to make that joke. <laughs> uh, it's the one where like a serial killer gets turned into a snowman. 
I've seen the the movie uh, like the movie front when I was a kid going through like blockbuster and stuff. I'd see the movie fronts like a snowman with like sharp teeth and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that, but I've never actually watched the movie. It's been it's, so long since I've seen it's it. It's pretty much the worst CG you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it makes the stuff that Sci Fi Channel does look like it's amazing. That's what I'm saying. It, it's so it's it's like it's approaching so bad. It's good. But it's not yeah. good. It's just really bad. But I mean, I haven't seen it forever, and it's the only one I could think of. I think I saw the second one, which is yeah, even worse than the first. <laughs> this is a sequel. It's called Jack Frost Two: The Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. <laughs> oh dear! Oh yeah, man, who writes this? There's stuff? a scene where all these people are hiding in a house from Jack Frost, and literally, it's like an almost animated cartoon snowman shows up at the front door and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you all!" And they're all like, "Oh." You're like, really? I don't understand how come Jack Frost looks like a sn- the snowman from Frosty in the movie, but the movie cover, his head looks like a skull. Uh, I don't he know. doesn't Marking. look anything like the movie Marking. poster. I'd be pissed if I watched this, because the movie poster, he looks scary. And in the movie, he just looks like a big inflatable snowman. There's also Ginger Dead Man. Oh, I know of Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> I, I know watch, you know. I, I've, I've watched the first one and the third one. Ugh. <laughs> the yeah. second one is uh, The Passion of the Crust. <laughs> Those are awful movies. The first one, I mean, Gary Busey as a gingerbread man? Come on. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the wrong movie. What? The It's not The Gingerbread Man? Ginger the Dead. G- dead, dead. Oh. Man. Oh, I was going to say, that movie looks serious and Oscar-worthy. Uh, anyways, <laughs> surfing the uh, the IMDb. Um, I'm looking at a list here. There's Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Christmas oh. Evil. Um, Black Christmas is like, a, I believe, is like one of those like prom night type movies. Yeah, and there was a remake of it, too, um, a couple years ago that wasn't good at all. Oh, six? Yeah, it's got... Um, Gremlins... <laughs> oh yeah, Gremlins. It takes place during Christmas. Gremlins is as much that. a Christmas movie as Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, it just takes place. It's just kind of there. Um, Santa Claus, C L A W S, <laughs> where Santa apparently has a skull for a head. Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, Silent Night, Deadly Night Four. So there must be a third one in there somewhere. What? <laughs> yeah. I ha- believe it or not, I actually have one of those cheap dual-sided dvds of silent night deadly night somewhere and i've never watched it i got it for a dollar in a bargain bin somewhere and i've never gotten around to watching it bikini bloodbath christmas (laughs) well it's got one b in it the the 12 disasters of christmas what is our fascination with a cadaver horror movies based around one of the greatest holidays the one Ugh. I can't believe is, have you guys heard of Thanksgiving with the turkey that kills people? Oh, that's on my list of shit that I need to watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's on Netflix streaming. It's called Thanksgiving, and it's a, ju- it's a turkey on a killing spree at Thanksgiving time <laughs> killing people. Does the turkey look scary? <laughs> he looks it ridiculous. Lo- it looks like a giant rubber turkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Starring turkey. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there's, I... also, there's also a movie called Poultry Geist, which is about zombie turkeys. 
I don't know. And what that's on Netflix streaming. Is. That's it as is. close as we're gonna get. <laughs> Horror movies are awful. Whose idea was it to start this podcast? All at the same time. <laughs> oh, here we go. Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead. Okay, I'm gonna be the first. I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to horror movies and zombies in speci- or zombies specifically, I find it very hard to watch something that is awful. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I used to. Me and my friends in college and stuff, we would just buy, we would just go rent shitty ass horror movies and watch them. That's how I saw Ginger Dead Man. I saw Demonic Toys versus the Puppet Master. <laughs> There's the also Dollman cr- versus so the Demonic crazy. Toys. It's crazy. Uh, the, just the synopsis of Poltergeist sounds ridiculous. <sighs> that movie was in production for years, so I can't imagine it's very good. It's a musical! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God! <laughs> and it's a trauma movie. What's a trauma? Um, like Toxic Avenger... All that stuff. Trauma's the Sergeant the comp- Kabuki, Sergeant Kabuki man. <laughs> nope, not making a dent. It's all right. Most people have never heard of them. It's okay. Just, just to uh, <laughs> just, just to tell you how awesome Poultry Guy sounds, since it's zombie related. Um, <clears throat> when the American Chicken Bunker, a military-themed fried chicken chain, builds its restaurant on the site of an ancient Indian burial ground, oh, the protesters are the only ones crying foul. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh. oh, and then former member of the Ku Klux Klan, General Lee Roy, now owns and runs a fast food chain, American Chicken Bunker. Uh, he has leased this franchise to an African American named Denny, and has hired a Jew-hating, chicken-loving employee, Carl Jr., a burka-clad Muslim woman named Hummus, a Mexican named Jose Paco Bell. Oh my god! That's Lloyd Kaufman awful. knows how to offend people on many, many levels. Oh, and you get bitten by the zombie chicken, and you turn into a giant zombie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not watching this right now? Because we're. I, I think we know what we're, we'll do for an audio commentary track now. You oh, Ron Jeremy's in it. Oh, well, that settles it. It's got better. It, okay, what movie is this? We'll write it down. We'll do a commentary. Poultry Geist. Okay, Poultry Geist. If it's it, on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Canadian Netflix, but it's on uh, America. I'm, I'm sure we can... We'll so, figure it out. Uh, all right. I think <laughs> I think we should move on. We should move on to uh, this week's Dead Decision. You're gonna be next. Dead decisions. Yeah, dead decision. Didn't have one last week, so this you had a uh, good two weeks now, Lou. See what you got. All right. So here we go. Start off good. <laughs> yeah. So zombies have uh, have invaded. They're everywhere. You guys are surviving. And everybody has been told that there's a military base about 100 miles from where you are. Mm -hmm. You've struggled to get there, but some other people that you've run into, other survivors, have told you don't go there. They're bad. What you've decided to do is leave your families in hiding and 
that you, Rick, Ryan, and Bob have decided to scout the military base and find out if it is a indeed dangerous. While scouting, you're captured. They are hostile and they want to kill you. But they want to know where your families are first. And they take you into a cell and they drag each of you out one by one. And they torture you and beat you up trying to find answers. Rick, you don't give any answers. And Ryan, you don't give any answers. But since Bob's not here, Bob's going to be the one I pick on. (laughs) Bob is not only brought back to the two of you, he's been bit by a zombie. And they leave him in the cell with you. Several hours go by and Bob seems fine and insists that he wasn't bit. That they bit him themselves so that you guys would turn on him and maybe give them the information so they'll let you out of the cell. Shortly after, someone in shackles who is bringing you food slips you a key in your food and tells you to run when you get the chance. What do you do? So we have a key. Bob has been bitten, but he's not a zombie yet. Or he may just like that's crazy. I you know I just want to applaud this and say that I never really thought about the whole like you know the old switcheroo where you just kind of bite someone to leave a nasty mark and say like I wasn't bitten. Well, I was bitten, but not by a zombie. So I think that's interesting. There's no telltale signs to be able to tell whether it's one or another. We just sort of have to guess, right? Yep. How well do we know Bob? He's been with you for the last hundred miles of your journey. Do we know whether or not he? Do we know whether or not he talked to the uh, told the people where our families are? Uh, You don't. He says he didn't, but but he has been bitten. Mm. So we have a key. If we get out and we run with Bob, there's a chance that one they're going to follow us. Two, they already know where we're going. Or three, Bob's going to turn into a zombie and kill our families. Right. Is Bob experiencing any sort of movement disabilities at all? His arm where someone bit him hurts, but it would hurt anyway. So you don't really know. He's showing no signs. I'm just kind of curious. you've only been with him for an hour or so. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's still fine now, he might be able to make the run with us, Rick. Like, if we try to get away. Like, I know you're worried that he'll be a straggler and then, you know, they'll be able to tag us and... Or I'm sorry, not tails. Worry. I'm not worried as much as him being a t- uh, you know being straggler behind us as much as him turning into a zombie. Well, I mean, I don't we know. We could always use him as zombie bait, though, if we get overrun with zombies. He's right we here. Know. You're talking in front of him, but he can't talk back. All right, we <laughs> gagged him. Um, I, yeah, no, I I agree. I think we should keep. You know, me being all about human decency and stuff like he has been with us for the hundred miles and i think we can trust him but i think we should be cautious we'll keep him with us as long as we can but the second i see any signs of him turning i'm dropping him down chopping him down to size and then leave him to have the zombies take him out while we're getting away alive though you wouldn't just take him out zombies aren't gonna eat him if he's dead yeah but it's plus if 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 he's dead the zombies will continue to follow us to our families. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully, sometimes it won't come sacrifices to that. need to be made for the greater good. 
All right, Rick. All right. <laughs> um, so uh, we use the key to get out, and we run, taking Bob with us. Hmm. So that's now. what you do. Do you go straight back to your families and get them out of hiding? Um, not think- immediately, because if we're being tailed, I want to bring them somewhere else first and try to kill them. Yeah. As long as Ryan's down with that. Well, no, I, I think I was just going to say, like, I think it'd be best to kind of go, like, how many days were we traveling before we got caught? About a week. Oh, okay. So, I mean, like, the first night we'll, we'll camp out and see how it goes. And if we notice any sort of trailing, because they don't know how long we've been on the road. They might right. think we're just down the street, not a week's away. So, I, I yeah, we'll have to stop for anyways, so... But man, a week, we'll start to notice some signs of Bob. Pretty sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, so we uh we we'll bring them somewhere else. Um if they are following us, that way they don't follow us back to where we're going. Uh if they are following us, we take care of them. If zombies follow us, we use Bob as bait to take care of them. And then we uh make our way back to our families and then we move. Get the hell out of Dodge. Sounds like a solid plan. Sweet. Or is it? Oh, no. I'm a zombie. The whole time. (laughs) The whole time I was the zombie. (laughs) Because the trick is, so he's bit. He could be a zombie. You don't know. Why would they put him back in the cell with you except maybe to torment you or make you confess faster? And then they give you a key so you can escape. You know, if if... That person that snuck you the key, you don't know them. They could be giving you the key on purpose so that they could follow you back. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The key could be a ploy just so they can get us out to follow us because Bob didn't say anything. But they put him back in the cell with us knowing that he was bitten by a zombie and he would turn and end up killing us. So that would freak us out and want us to talk. Exactly. Yeah, if if they're trying to follow us back, they wouldn't have put a zombie in our party. Because they're not going to get to our families if the zombie takes us out. So I, I, I'm starting to think that Bob w- was telling the truth. That or they could have done it to hurry you up. Because you're going to want to get away from him faster. Uh, so you'll move faster. Yes. Lou, you mastermind. So what happens next? Do we survive? Does the sun set? In an ever- Bob turn? Yeah. You don't know. Oh, Tune in oh, next that's week. That's your decision. You made your decision. You're going to take him with you. But what and you're going to leave. We need to know. Storyteller. <laughs> All right, fine. Don't tell us. All right. I'm not going to well, be able to sleep tonight. It's, a, it's an open ending. Everyone can decide what, the, what they think should happen. Um, but until then, where can uh, people tell us what they want to happen, Ryan? Ah, well, they can tell us stuff by going to our website at zombiesatemypodcast.com or emailing us info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. We're also on the social networks. We got the Twitter with the at Zombies Podcast and the Facebook at Facebook.com slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. The Facebook's pretty is, – is happening. We got some pretty it's, active users. Yeah, there's stuff going on there now. Yeah. Um, now that I've paid attention that it's actually there. Exactly, exactly. I, we should probably read though. Someone posted to our Facebook wall. Let me pull it up real quick. They posted – I've seen these like um, Christmas cards. They're like sarcastic Christmas cards. And uh, Alan 
SR Belcher uh, posted one that says it's got a little kid whispering, a little boy whispering to a little girl saying, "For your first zom- for your first Christmas as a zombie, I'm getting you a ball gag and some thick mittens so we can still hang out." That was a Christmas card he posted to our Facebook wall. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen those those cards around a lot, and and I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, very Walking Dead. Uh, yes. But anyways, um. I want to give a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find his website at starcrossedonline.com. All right. And that's where you can find us. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you know, segment ideas, weapon of choice, we can dissect a weapon that you want to send us. Just go to any of those locations. So for me, Ryan, Lou, and Bob, who will be back at some point, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and remember, always shoot them in the brain. Mall of Eggnog. I can drink one glass of eggnog for the year. I'll be good. I can't even do that anymore. If I drink too much eggnog, it reminds me of how much I threw up when I was a kid. So I'm drinking too much eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> Eggnog's the best. I, I've already drank it like two curtains. Eggnog's awesome. I had a glass of eggnog at Thanksgiving and I was done. Huh. Because I know that I like it and I know I will drink too much and then eventually throw up. <laughs>